Well, as we sit right now looking ahead at the week, the, the, the big thing on Wall Street right now is we try to get a handle on the economy and whether we're in a recession or there's going to be one. Let's take a look at retail sales. We get retail sales out Tuesday. Then starting Tuesday, we hear from all the big boxes, uh, Walmart and Home Depot and Kohl's and Target. So to try to get kind of a leg up on that, I thought we'd talk to a man who knows retail. Ward Camp is president of Northwood Retail, which is leases and manages and markets all over the country, uh, California to South Carolina. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. Appreciate it. So what are you seeing right now? Are they, what are you hearing? Uh, is, it's, it seems to us like the consumer is still alive and well and spending money. They are. You know, I do believe being in Dallas, they're, you know, we have a, you know, we have a lens from California, like you said, over to South Carolina, up into Tennessee and down into Austin. And, you know, the markets we're in are fairly strong, but I do think, you know, that there are definitely headwinds, you know, for the consumer. And, you know, this week's going to tell a lot, you know, we don't, you know, we saw retail sales in China last night, right down 11%. But, you know, that was an economy that, purposely closed um we're not there right yeah we're they had everybody economy. locked up like yeah. we used yeah. to yeah. Right. right so i think people were more surprised at the just how you know crazy it was you know and i i think what we're gonna see is just pressure right people i think during the week are going to talk about you know cost labor cost you know margins I do think the consumer still has, you know, some some legs, but they also have some concerns because, you know, almost at every uh, demographic level or income level, you do have pressure. It's just a matter of what type. And I think definitely what yeah. people are most worried about is the lower end consumer. And there's a lot to be worried there. You know, because the pressures are real. Well, and you know, so, we we generalize, or I generalize about retail. I really shouldn't, because there are all sorts of different segments, and 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 just to the way it's presented. I mean, whether you have enclosed malls or strip centers right. or open airs, right. but also I think of one of the places you have here, the shops at Park Lane, is really interesting because you've it's mixed use. You've got you've got retail, you've got uh, multifamily in there, but also right. you have lower end. You have not lower end, but I mean, like Nordstrom Rack and and we have off, a value off, customer. That's yeah. it. That's the euphemism I was looking for. So I mean, that right. would seem like to be a particularly good spot to be in right now. You know, it's interesting you say that because I have a call every Friday with somebody um, based in New York that's probably one of the top retail analysts or experts, and I've watched the mall versus Park Lane just like I did when we were. At the beginning of COVID, I've noticed over really the last 60 days, not on the weekends, you know, North Park's fine. It's one of the top five malls in, in the U.S. But it does feel like there's been a little bit of a trading, you know, into value right now. And I think, you know, that's what we're going to see is people definitely, you know, I think there was a point, David, during the pandemic where consumption, people were just consuming. There was nothing right. else to do. And so and they, I they, they in, built up a bunch of money on the sideline. too. Right. 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 I mean, they couldn't travel. Right. So they just consumed. And, um, 
and they had plenty of money to do it, you know, whether it was stimulus or they still had their job and they had plenty of time to do it. I do think what was interesting and you started to hear it, you know, on the, on the Amazon call was that they thought it was kind of infinite. A lot of people just didn't see kind of the, A, the headwinds, but they also didn't see, you know, e-commerce have been reading a lot about kind of peaked in the second half of 2020. And people just thought that was, you know, the way of the world. And there were a lot of stories told around that, that that was going to be the future. And that's the only way we were going to buy goods and services. And I think what we're realizing is you got to have physical retail. You do need an omni-channel of some sort. And I think what, what definitely people are feeling with all these kind of inflationary pressures is it's cheaper to pick it up, you know, buy it online, pick it up at the store or go physical to physical retail rather than ship it and then have the returns. So what, what, what about the idea of bringing your own consumers along? I, and again, I go back to something like the, the shops at Park Lane, but also, you know, we're seeing a lot of mixed use development out there. Right. I mean, can you actually have enough consumers that are like living on top of the retail to to make a go of it? Well, I think one of the things, you know, this particular intersection is probably one of the top intersections in the state of Texas because of North Park. I mean, you have a, you know, a billion dollars worth of sales across the street. But I, I think if done right, you know, mixed use proportionately, you know, whether it's, you know, it, I think it's got to be done right. And I think, you know, having office here, having residential is really important. I mean, we still don't know what back to work looks like. Okay. Um, we were talking about this morning, you know, we're starting to hear that back to work may really be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, may not be five days or Friday may be the new, you know, was what I call the gene day or denim day. And so I do think there's some flexibility, but back to your point, I think that mixed use has proven out. If you have a resident consumer, you're around residential and you have a bunch of office density, you know, I think it's really important to have a grocer as part of that attraction because people need food. And then really I talk about, you know, content and context. I think it's like, you are right about our consumer here. It's more of a value consumer, but that plays to a higher end and a lower end in the middle, you know. So what, where are you expanding right now? What are you looking for? I mean, and first of all, in, in geography, because you're, like I say, you're in California, Colorado, North Carolina, right. South Carolina, Tennessee. I didn't realize you were in Tennessee, too. But that's. Uh, we're in, in Nashville. You well, know, that's, is a, is that, a, that's one of the hottest areas, I guess. <laughs> right. I think, you know, I think we've always looked at, you know, these, you know, job growth is really important to us, right? It just makes a lot of sense. You think about migration, where people have moved to, you know, um, there's been a lot of outward migration, a lot of, you know, very interesting conversations around, you know, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, you know, Arizona's having its, you know, moment in time, Denver. So I, I you know, we're in this I think we're really in this discovery period, you know, of people. And I also think, you know, where we've been looking, we've been in probably 12 different cities or 12 different markets looking at assets over the last six or eight weeks. 
And, you know, I do believe one thing, especially like South Carolina, who never really closed. They just limited. They never really closed the state, which is kind of amazing. We know a guy that's on the round table. They put all business people on there. They said, don't close, keep it open. And his comment was stuck with me in January. Where you sat is how you see the world today. And we're fortunate. We live in Dallas. We live in Texas. You know, we reopened what, like the first week of May. So we were technically closed about six weeks, which was a long time. But I do think it helped. You know, we're way ahead of a lot of places that are just now opening out in California or other cities. And I think it's, you know, it's it's been helpful for the state and for the city. You know, one of the things we heard during COVID, too, was that this was going to create long lasting trends, changes in shopping, uh, easier access, uh, curbside pickup, concierge that would bring all the stuff to your car. So maybe you shop, pick up stuff for multiple retailers in one spot. Um, how does it look now? Does it, does it still look like we have these changes that are, that are coming out of COVID? Yeah, I believe, you know, and that was prior to COVID, you know, there was the buy online pickup in store was, it was a trend that was coming. Um, and it just, you know, it's, it's moved a lot faster. I think the delivery piece, you know, has, kind of proven that it's not as profitable you know it was a again there were a lot of stories and a lot of themes but this story's got to develop you know we're you know we're just not there profitability wise and i think that's what people are trying to figure out so i think the curbside pickup at all of our centers we've put in place i think the patios you know at restaurants other than this weekend is really the first time i'd seen you know just the heat but i think anywhere you go you know, people still want to be outside in some form or fashion. Um, and, you know, I do think we've switched, you know, the trend we've seen is discretionary spending to goods and really services, you know, whether it's nail salons, hair salons, people going back and get medical procedures, whether it's some of the med tell we have in some of our centers, that's all, you know, that's kind of what people, you know, travel people have shifted to and that's my last question and actually you 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 teased it for me but is there a hot retail trend right now a generic that that you want in in your centers as you go in and you buy or you're you're redoing one whether it's telemedicine or i don't know you know nashville hot chicken is there what what is what's the catalyst what's the hot you know I think it's kind of everything. I think, you know, the consumers become more casual. And so I do think, you know, I think food, you know, is a huge driver. I think food was a huge driver versus department stores going into the pandemic. So having the right balance of food, um, you know, I think a lot of retail, a lot of retail is less soft good and more, you know, technologies really come into play, whether it's an Apple store or, an AT&T store. And then I think this whole med medical, you know, within centers, whether it's an orthodontist, you know, it's, it's Westlake dermatology, which we have down in Austin where people go and get cosmetics. I think it's, you know, I think the service piece of retail, you know, kind of blends out your day and, you know, kind of helps blend out, round out the center that you want to create. 
comes down to convenience, I guess. Well, I right. we'll, we'll probably a lot know uh, a lot more about the specifics of last month, I guess, the end of this week. But the trends are interesting. Warren Kemp is president of uh, Northwood Retail. We always enjoy our chats. Thank you for the time, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks Have a good for, week. for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.